This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. Dekawat Playhouse Episode 24 It's time for Dekawat Playhouse. Let us return to the 1980s and a small liberal arts college in western Pennsylvania. Here, without the distractions of alcohol or intervisitation, students had nothing else to do but amuse themselves with strange radio shows and college bands. Announcer Bot, what have you retrieved from the vaults of history tonight? Classic Radio Theater. Crap's Last Tape. Grove City's Hotspot at 89.5. WSAJ-FM, Grove City, Pennsylvania. 39 today. Sound is a bell, apart from my old weakness. And intellectually, I now have every reason to suspect that the crest of the wave, or thereabouts, celebrated the awful occasion, as in recent years, Quietly at the wine house, not a soul. Sat before the fire with closed eyes, separating the grain from the husks. Jotted down a few notes on the back of an envelope. Good to be back in my den in my old rags. Have just eaten, I regret to say, three bananas, and only with a difficulty refrained from a fourth. Fatal things for a man in my condition. Cut them out. The new light above my table is a great improvement. With all this darkness round me, I feel less alone, in a way. I love to get up and move about in it, then back here to me. Crap. The grain. Now what, I wonder, do I mean by that? I mean... I suppose I mean those things worth having when all the dust has, when all my dust has settled. I close my eyes and try and imagine them. Extraordinary silence this evening. I strain my ears and do not hear a sound. Old Miss McGloam always sings at this hour, but not tonight. Songs of her girlhood, she says. Hard to think of her as a girl. Wonderful woman, though. Connaught, I fancy. Shall I sing when I am her age, if I ever am? No. Did I sing as a boy? No. Did I ever sing? No. Just been listening to an old year, passages at random. I did not check in the book, but it must be at least ten or twelve years ago. At that time, I... I think I was still living on and off with Bianco on Keter Street. Well, out of that, Jesus, yes. Hopeless business. Not much about her apart from a tribute to her eyes. Very warm. I suddenly saw them again. Incomparable. Ah, well. These old PMs are gruesome, but I often find them a help before embarking on a new retrospect. Hard to believe I was ever that young whelp, 
the voice, Jesus, and the aspirations, <laughs> and the resolutions, <laughs> to drink less in particular. Statistics. 1,700 hours out of the preceding 8,000-odd consumed on licensed premises alone. More than 20%, say 40% of his waking life. Plans for a less engrossing sexual life. Last illness of his father, flagging pursuit of happiness, unattainable laxation, sneers at what he calls his youth, and thanks to God that it's over. False ring there. Shadows of the Opus Magnum, closing with a yelp to Providence. <laughs> What remains of all that misery? A girl in a shabby green coat on a railway station platform? No. When I look back on the year that is gone with what I hope is perhaps a glint of the old eye to come, there is, of course, on the canal where Mother Leia dying in the late autumn, after her long viduity, and the bench by the ware where I could see her window. There I sat in the biting wind, wishing she were gone. Hardly a soul. Just a few regulars, nursemaids, infants, old men, dogs. I got to know them quite well, oh, by appearance, of course, I mean. One dark young beauty I recollect particularly. All white and starch, incomparable bosom, with a big black hooded perambulator, most funereal thing. Whenever I looked in her direction, she had her eyes on me. And yet when I was bold enough to speak to her, not having been introduced, she threatened to call a policeman, as if I had designs on her virtue. <laughs> the face she had, the eyes like a chrysolite. Ah, well. I was there when the blind went down, one of those dirty brown roller affairs, throwing a ball for a little white dog, as chance would have it. I happened to look up, and there it was, all over and done with at last. I sat on for a few moments with the ball in my hand, and the dog yelping and pawing at me. Moments. Her moments. My moments. dog's moments. In the end, I held it out to him, and he took it in his mouth, gently, gently. A small, old, black, hard, solid rubber ball. I shall feel it in my hand until my dying day. I might have kept it, but I gave it to the dog. Ah, uh, well. Spiritually, a year of profound gloom and indigence until that memorable night in March at the end of the jetty in the howling wind never to be forgotten when suddenly I saw the whole thing, the vision at last. This, I fancy, is what I have chiefly to record this evening against the day when my work will be done and perhaps no place left in my memory warm or cold, for the miracle that, for the fire that set it alight. 
What I suddenly saw then was this, that the belief I had been going on all my life, namely that the great granite rocks, the foam flying up in the light of the lighthouse, and the wind gauge spinning like a propeller, clear to me at last that the dark I have always struggled to keep under is in reality my most unshatterable association until my dissolution of storm and night with the light of the understanding and the fire. Upper lake, with the punt bathed off the bank, then pushed out into the stream and drifted. She lay stretched out on the floorboards with her hands under her head and her eyes closed. Sun blazing down, bit of a breeze, water nice and lively. I noticed a scratch on her thigh and asked her how she came by it. Picking gooseberries, she said. I said again I thought it was hopeless and no good going on, and she agreed without opening her eyes. I asked her to look at me, and after a few moments... After a few moments she did, but the eyes just slits because of the glare. I bent over her to get them in the shadow, and they opened. Let me in. We drifted in among the flags and stuck, the way they went down, sighing before the stem. I lay down across her with my face in her breast and my hand on her. We lay there without moving, but under us all moved and moved us, gently up and down and from side to side. Past midnight, never knew such silence. The earth might be uninhabited. Here I end this reel. Box three, cassette five. Perhaps my best years are gone when there was a chance of happiness. But I wouldn't want them back. Not with the fire in me now. No, I wouldn't want them back. For more information, please visit sfpodcastnetwork.com on the interweb. Thank you for listening, and farewell from all of us at Decawatt Playhouse.